Welcome to our June 30th Bible study for North Coast United Methodist Church. My name is the Reverend Michael Drew Davis, and I am just blessed to be able to share with you in today's Bible study. As you can see, I'm still here in the setting uh, that we did the children's time, our, our message on, on this past Sunday, and we looked at a cup of cold water. We actually looked at two concepts, and I want to share both of them with you as we move into this time of biblical conversation. Our Bible study is going to talk about, one, finding the cups of cold water that we need in our lives, and two, the navigators and the guides that take us to these places. I shared with you in the sermon last week about the concept of, of, of visitation and what it means to be a spiritual caregiver in the walk of Jesus Christ, to take people the cups of cold water that they need in very unique times in their lives. As I, as I shared that concept in the sermon, I was actually sharing with you what it means to be a true spiritual caregiver to the communities of our lives, the ones who are the navigators that point the way to other people. We all have this gospel call in our baptisms. We are called to go out to the places of need and care and to, to be a presence of the image of Jesus Christ for everyone who are experiencing places of need and loss. It's a part of our baptism to, to go to all places, to all needs, to all cares, to use John Wesley's phrasing, I will serve Christ in all the ways I can, in all the places I can, by all the means I can. As we go out to the parish, which is the greater world, to be caregivers. The cup of cold water. There was another imagery that I used in the sermon this week, and it talked about being the ones that take care of the needs that are needed and takes what people need in their lives. You know, we exist in a place of scary addictions. And uh, within these addictions, we find individuals in, in very unique, scary places that are trying to feel holes of need and loss in their lives. And sometimes we find the things that are helpful, that are enriching, that add to our lives, and it makes us better. Sometimes we find the short term, the things that make us feel different in the moment, that doesn't actually help the need. It just makes us forget that the need is there for a moment, which only makes it harder to deal with that need when it comes back. Dealing with the concept of a cup of cold water. Dealing with the concept of taking what is spiritually renewing so that we don't fall back on destructive things throughout our journey. I'll share with you 
the reality that we are continually dealing with oppressive natures within our world that actually at times may feel like the thing that is setting us free, but only after time it becomes something that we realize that is destructing us and tearing us apart. How do we find the cup of cold water in a very loud world? Now, I've been saving this. There, there's, there's certain sermon narratives that I look forward to giving in a sermon. And I haven't used this sermon narrative at North Coast yet. So, of course, I'm going to use it in the Bible study instead of worship. But, but it fits the, the conversation that I want to have with you today. I'll share with you a truly renewing thing that exists in my life. And again, I shared this in the sermon on Sunday morning. A truly renewing thing that I have in my life is the gift of music that God has brought me. And not just the gift of sharing through singing, not just the the gift of my mediocre guitar playing, but the gift of really finding a meditative place through songs so I can find a place of renewal so I can motivate myself to go out. Now I'll share with you, we as people who are trying to take these cups of cold water to individuals in our lives, we also need to realize and deal with the reality that sometimes we take those cups of cold water through a loud ruckus that sounds destructive, but we realize that sometimes in the confusion, there's also renewal taking place. Now, I'm not a person that would prescribe that God makes bad things happen so that we can grow and change, but I will prescribe that we can grow and change as we go through the bad things that happen. I want to use this imagery of of a loud, destructive nature that's still being guided and controlled and overseen by God that actually can produce a place that is a pure, nurturing cup of cold water that we need to find our true wholeness and renewal. I love music. I, I, I love music. When I allow myself to just find a place to sit in the meditative place of music, I can find renewal. Whether that I'm listening to symp- symphonies, southern tongue getting in the way, symphonies from Brahms or Mozart, Bach, I can sit in these places and hear the tones and the chord structures create a beautiful piece of music that I can just sit in and meditate in and be moved by. When I think about some of the music that I like, the the music from the 60s and the 70s, all of these protest singers who wanted to begin to share a message of newness, a message of hope, a message of challenge to individuals, When I'm listening to Joni Mitchell or Dylan or Harry Chapin, Harry Belafonte, 
I hear the words that they're sharing. And I hear the meaning behind those words and the challenge of renewal, the challenge to go out and do something that exists in those things. And it's all beautiful melodies. But then there's this one more musician guy that I love. And his music is not always what you would prescribe as calming. And the lyrics of his songs aren't always the words that teach us something good. But one thing that I learned from this third character that I'll share his name in a minute is there is sometimes this destructive noise that's going on. And what we need to learn to do is look for the master conductor that is still in charge of this loud noise and realize that the master conductor has something laid out and planned out that makes a different image of the noise so that we can learn from the noise, that we can find a new path because of the noise, and then we can become more whole people and teachers because of it. So the third guy is this guy from the late 60s and 70s had some music into the 80s too. His name's Frank Zappa. The Mothers of Invention. And if you ever heard of Frank Zappa's song, is different. Uh, Frank Zappa was on the um, Steve... Well, I want Steve Martin. No, I... Wow. Well, the, the original host of The Tonight Show, and I'll get his... Steve Allen. He was on the Steve Allen Show. And when he was on the Steve Allen show, he's this guy, beatnik goatee, beat beatnik mustache, and he comes out on the Steve Allen show, and he plays a bicycle. He takes a a a, a spoon, he he takes a, a hammer, and he's on the Steve Allen show, using a bicycle as a musical instrument. If you've ever listened to a, a Mothers of Invention song, it's this mass chaos of discordal noise that has no theme and no structure until that you hear the whole song and you hear it pieced together and you, you find the structure and this, this discordal train wreck of music. One of the things that I really love about the mothers of invention, the Frank Zappa, is when you hear this discordal train wreck, you realize that there's somebody in charge of keeping that all together. Frank Zappa, the composer, the, the director of this discordal train wreck, is the one that's keeping everything together keeping all the tones and all the sounds together, that it eventually becomes a piece of music. There's a phrase that Frank Zappa shared, and it's one that I hold to very, very closely to my heart. And it's a phrase that says, without deviation from the norm, progress is not possible. Without Deviation from the norm. Progress is not possible. If we live our lives 
nice and comfortable Brahm, Bach, Beethoven, Mozart. Beautiful songs held together that we can just sit comfortably and listen to. Then we stay in these places of comfort and we're not really pushed. Then we move into to Dylan and Mitchell and Belafonte and Chapin and all these, Bob, Pete Seeger. How can I not say Pete Seeger? Pete Seeger who comes along and fights fascism and communism and, and just begins to tear apart corporate America so that the workers can find their places and find equality within their task. Pete Seeger. With, until we get those voices coming in, it's kind of shaking the foundation and making us think about what it really needs. We don't know where to take the cold water to if we're not hearing the stories. If we're not hearing the stories of the individuals calling out for this help. And then we get to this train wreck of discordal noise. That's the mothers of invention, Frank Zappa. And we realize that even within that chaos, there is a conductor keeping it all together so that it has a form and a shape. Even though that it's loud and chaotic, there's still a conductor in charge that holds it all together. Right now, for many of us, we are living in a Mothers of Invention song. We can see the discordal havoc that's taking a place all around our culture and our society. We're experiencing it because of a pandemic. We are experiencing it because of oppressed voices shouting out in ways that they have never shouted out before, much louder. And we're dealing with all of these needs and this discordal noise. And we find ourselves living within the challenge. What does it mean to take a cup of cold water to the discordal noise? Because sometimes the discordal noise is scary and it's menacing and it pushes us away. And it makes us want to run all the way back to Bach and Brahm and Mozart and, and to sit still. But I'll tell you, it's the voice of diversity that actually starts to reshape what it means to take a cup of cold water. If I continue in this narrative of music being an image of the life that we live and how we start in some peaceful places with musical chords that all make sense, all the way up to how do we still look for the master conductor and the discordal noise, we get to see that there comes a change the more that we add the different voices. Because it's out of Mozart that Charlie Parker, John Coltrane, Cannonball Adderley comes along, Miles Davis, and begins to put a new spin on music 
that gives us a new soul and a new flair. And it begins to catch the attention again. And it's adding a new flavor, a new voice to that music. And it's that growth into that new voice, that new movement that made a lot of people uncomfortable because of the change. But then we get Count Basie and Miles Davis and John Coltrane and Charlie Parker and all of these great individuals that begins to reshape the way that music can touch lives and touch people in very specific areas of their living. Without that transformation, we don't get to the blues and we don't get to Robert Johnson. We don't get to that guy that was at the crossroads who had this musical experience and he had to answer a question on how to take that music so that it could be used to free the soul for expression. And even out of the blues, out of the blues comes country and Western music. And it begins this new area of where people can culturally share their expression of living. And without the blues, without jazz, we don't get the little Richard creating rock and roll and another musical expression so that people can express their needs and their desires and and what's brewing up inside of them so that we can listen to that message and to take a cup of cold water. Without the blues and rock and roll, we don't get to hip-hop or rap. The cultural language of sharing a very specific need in a very specific culture. Talk about a cultural experience that is being desired to listen to so that we know how to take a cup of cold water to those very specific needs. And then all the way up to the train wreck of music, the discordal train wreck of music of the Mothers of Invention and Frank Zappa. That is this loud noise that we still need to remember that there is a master conductor who has its hands in that discordal need. See, the more that we look for the master conductor, this whole lifespan of musical expression begins to make sense. The more that we look for the master conductor, the more that we see ways to take a cup of cold water to really specific needs, really specific wants, really specific beckonings for help. And if we look for the master conductor from the most peaceful movement of music to to a discordal train wreck, we can see the way that God is trying to point the way so that we can care for the greater world. Without deviation from the norm, progress is not possible. And we can see the potential of that progress when we look for the master conductor who is still in charge and is still caring. Look for God in all places. Look for God in the place where you sing glory, glory, hallelujah, all the way to the noises of somebody playing a bicycle on the Steve Allen show.
look for the master conductor so that we can be the ones that take a cold cup of water to the real needs of the world. Okay, so here's our three questions for this week. The first question is how do you find your connection to the master conductor? What is your direct conduit, your direct link to the master conductor? That's the first prayer exercise. The second is when you find your connection to the master conductor, what do you do about it? How do you take the gifts? How do you take that cup of cold water that God gives you and use it? How do you use it? And then third, and it's always the third, how do you bring other people into the story? How are you listening to the peaceful places of Mozart all the way up to how are you listening to the train wreck of the mothers of invention? How do you take the master conductor into all those places so that other people can find peace and hope as well? Hold that with you. Today is our June 30th Bible study. Uh, may the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen.
Pero la asombrosa gracia y amor de Jesús es más fuerte que la vida y la muerte. Wo auch immer du bist, ruf seinen Namen an. Jesus. like to have the opportunity to get to know you. Please email us at ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And if you've been enjoying our services online, please email us. Please say hello. Again, that's ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And also, if you'd like to give to our church, please go to northcoastumc.org. And click on the Give button. Again, that's northcoastumc.org. And click on the Give button. Thank you for joining us.